This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? JP's World. You heard it right. JP's World. Get your 10% discount right now. Use it. All caps. J-P-S-W-O-R-L-D. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. What's up, guys? I'm JP, and welcome back to another episode with a professional football player. And in this episode, I bring you Rustam Potokov. And fun fact, he likes to be called Russ. Some of the questions that you're going to hear in this part one of two is how did he fall in love with the game of football? Any professional player that he would like to go against and which legend of football inspires him. A special thanks to Black Diamond Firm for making this interview and all the past interviews possible. If you're a professional athlete and you need a publicist, a representative, just give him a call. That's it for me. Cue the real intro and I'll see you guys at the end. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the JP's World. And welcome back once again, people, to the podcast where negativity ends, where we talk about everything, sports, movies, motivation, shows, current events, and more. I'm your host, JP. Get ready. We're about to start. Welcome back, people, to the JP's World Podcast. And here I have Rustam Podokov. Uh, he, he likes to be called Russ or Rus. I'm sorry. So, Rus, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Russ. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. But I live right now in East Meadow, New York, in Long Island. I moved a couple of months ago. I uh, came to this country when I was seven. I'm Russian. Mm-hmm. So I stopped playing, came to this country. I was playing basketball, honestly. I was a basketball player. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so throughout my high school, I think my junior year, my coach made me switch. He was like, you're too big to play basketball. You're not going to do nothing with that size. I'm tall, but I'm big and tall. So he made me join the basketball, I mean, football team. My junior year, I didn't, I think I only played one snap mm. the whole year because I was new to the game. Uh over the summer, I trained, learned the game, started as a D-tackle my senior year. Had a good year. It was great. Uh, didn't know about college and stuff like that. You know, I was like, oh, okay, I'm just going to play. And I said, didn't think about nothing over it. Uh, my friend was like, well, you should you should go play in different – you should go play in different in college. I was like, well, I don't have the grades for it. and didn't qualify because I didn't take high school serious like that. So I took a JUCO route. I uh, went to Nassau Community College, and that was that was pretty cool. I went there for two and a half years. Oh. So, yeah, I went to JUCO, played there, uh, came out, had offers. I had D1 offers, but due to my 
grades again, which I regret. <laughs> I was short one point to go in Division One. Damn, just one point? Yeah, one point. Oh, but, but at the same time, I didn't know I had a one year of eligibility left just to sit out. So if I knew that, I could have went D1 and sat out for a year and then played two years. I thought I only had two years of eligibility. So that was lack of communication between me and my coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went to Fairmont State in West Virginia. But played there, it wasn't, f- I just didn't feel like I was at home. Mm-hmm. First of all, I rushed into a commitment. I had a lot of D2 offers, obviously, right after I didn't know I couldn't go D1. Mm-hmm. So I just rushed into commitment just to commit, honestly. Went there, kind of fell out of place. It wasn't for me coming from New York, a big city, to a whole different mountains, country. It was just really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't for me. So I, I, I left, went back, came back home. Um, I was trying to go to a local D2 school here in Long Island. Mm-hmm. But it was too late. So... A coach reached out to me that my, one of my best friends that, but also a junior college with me, but he went to Ohio State. His assistant overseas line coach left and went to a D2 school in Ohio, and he found out about me. He was like, well, why don't you come here and uh, finish your career over here in Ohio? Hey. I never heard of that school before. Yeah, it's called, it was Urbana University. The first time I did actually hear it because I was in the same conference as them when I was mm-hmm. in Fairmont, but I didn't know nothing about it. Zero. I'm like, Urbana. I'm like, what kind of town is that? Uh, which was maybe 30 minutes outside of Columbus. So it wasn't far from, from the city itself. So I took a trip there. The coach's staff was great. The school was small. It was not a big party school. It's not, it's, my high school had more people than uh, the college campus itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I came there for a purpose. I came there just to play football and I did all my partying already, which I, you know, I, I did. So I didn't care about the partying, everything like that. I just came to like, you know what, I'm here for school and uh, football. Let me just finish my degree and play what I what I got uh, to do. So I went there, played my two years. First year was bad. It was pretty harsh. I got hurt. Uh, first of all, my ankle was out for two weeks, three weeks. Came back. First game starting again. Uh, got hit. Messed up my tailbone. I was out for seven weeks. Oh. Yeah, man, a terrible injury was the worst injury I think I had. <laughs> wait, wait, what, 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 what bone did you get? What, what bone did you get injured? Tailbone, tailbone. Ah, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't even like sit. I had to sit with a whoopee cushion in class. But <laughs> man, it was bad. I couldn't. I couldn't sleep on my back. Uh, it's horrible. Uh-huh. To this day, if I sit for too long, I'll get up and I'll have soreness in that spot. <laughs> so. We're going to keep this interview short. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so then it took me a while to get back in the field. You know, even though with that injury, I still participated. I still did field goal for the coach because he was like, I need you. I need your body somewhere. You can't just not. If you could just stand there, you know, it'd be good. So I set out for a week, two weeks, and I came back, went to field goal, just the field goal for a year. Came back after the injury, after I was good. Played my Started my last game. Great. Coming back to my senior year, that's where everything like happened. I started, had a good, healthy year. Um, one sack for the whole year I had, I gave up. So my our, our online was number two in the nation for the most yards in Division Two for the most running yards. So we had a good unit. I, also to the left of me was my one of my close friends, Chris, that played with me at Nassau. So me and him was a good connection as well. So after that, after NASA was done, I mean, after Urbana University was done, I was done with that. 
I had some opportunities to go play in the bowl games. Mm-hmm. So I went to the Gridiron Showcase, which was a, a big D1 bowl game. So mm-hmm. I had a shot to play against big D1 players. Uh, also be noticed by a lot of scouts due to because my school, no one knew about it. It was in a big university. So now a lot of attraction from pro teams would come. So when I went there, got some exposure, spoke to some, uh, uh, some scouts. Great. I was like, I was excited. Then I went to a dream ball uh, as well, played in a dream ball, mm-hmm. met some scouts. Great. But I didn't think nothing off it. Then my, I was thinking, okay, I need an agent. So that was the hardest part of getting an agent. Uh, coming from a small D2 school, no one knows you. You know, all the agents yeah. want some big time, big time guys. So I finally got an agent. Exposure. Yeah. So I finally got an agent. I got took a shot at me. Um, so after that, I got a call, which was it was a funny story. Uh-huh. I was I was I was driving home and I got a call from Jersey. It was like New Jersey. I was like, oh, probably a spam call. I'm not even gonna pick up, you know. So a voicemail. He said, oh, that that that's the New York Giants. We want you to come in for. The pro day, like workout. Me, yeah. Wow. I, was like, I was like, what the? F-? I was like, I was like, what the hell? I was, <laughs> like, oh. I was like, I was like, well, first, before they even left me a voicemail, I was like, let me just Google it. Let me Google the number. Yeah, yeah. So it came up Jersey, New York Giant. I was like, so after that, I try to call back the number, but it tells me please enter the extension that you try to reach. I was like, I don't know who called me. I'm not sure. <laughs> So I'm just there, like, praying. I'm like, damn, hopefully they call me back. I'm texting my agent. I said, listen, the Giants switched out, but I, I didn't pick up. So that was pretty – I was I was home. I went home. I was like, I'm like, oh, damn, I hope they call me back. I hope I didn't mess up my opportunity. So I get a text from them. I get a text saying, this is Scout. Like, uh, we want to invite you uh, for a workout and possibly a, a rookie mini camp. So I was like, okay. He calls me. Great. Boom, that was my first big thing. I was like, wow, like, I'm actually got shot. I actually got, like, came in. So I came in to, um, I also did it with my, my friend that played for Ohio State. He got invited also as well because he's from Long Island. Um, so I went with him. So I had somebody that I knew. But I was the only Division Two player alignment that was there. Every single alignment that was there was all big, big-time schools. Uh, no one, it was all talking, and I was like, what school you went to? I'm like, Urbana. He's like, I never heard of that. I'm like, yep, <laughs> so I went there. So had a great workout with them, um, participated in a camp, rookie camp. Uh, then I got let go, flew out to, flew out to L.A., had a workout out there with the Rams. The Rams. Uh, yeah, and then wow. that's what messes me up. Then I, I told my labor room. Oh, I told, yeah, I told, I told my labor room. Ouch. Yeah, so, boom, back on the plane, um, CFL team reached out, a couple of CFL teams reached out, but due to my uh, labor room, you know, I had to make a, a decision. I was like, okay, you know what, maybe this, let me just take a year off, get healthy, get back at it, uh, so I can know I'm 100%. Um, the BC Lions reached out to me a couple of times. They wanted me to. Uh, I had a workout with them. Twice got canceled because mm-hmm. of COVID. Uh, so Saskatchewan reached out to me um, after, but they. I was really hoping the season's gonna go, but they just canceled the whole year for the whole year. So I was. That was kind of upsetting. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, uh, I was trying to get into that to XFL. Mm-hmm. 
right after. And the Seattle Jaguars was really interested in me. And once they was about to pull the trigger, COVID, boom. Oh, my God. Canceled, done. So I was like, you know, okay, I'm like, everything's falling apart. Let me just get my head straight. You know, I got a, I got a job. Uh, so I work. Uh, thankfully, I have a gym that has been open through COVID for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a private gym that had been taking care of me since the first year I went to Nassau. They've been training me, getting me right. So I went back there without even surgery. They got my shoulder right. I had to do surgery on it. Um, got back healthy. Mm-hmm. But then I got to start working. Work takes a lot of time for, for my training. Yeah, but yeah. I needed to pay the bills. But at the same time, the same time work out and get my, and still be healthy and in shape. But the job didn't let me, you know, have my time. I would have to wake up at four in the morning. If I if I had to work out four in the morning, go work out and go to a, do a 10, 11 hour shift at work, which is draining. <laughs> yeah, it was draining. So I had to uh, leave my job a couple of weeks ago. I left. I was like, you know what? This is not for me. I was like, let me just get back my body much in shape and um, just try to go back at it, hopefully for this uh, year coming up. You know, yeah. especially it was, it was hard. I think it was hard for uh, especially free agents mm-hmm. undrafted this year to even get invited because of COVID. Yeah. So I feel like COVID just messed everything up. But I'm just going to stay positive and keep it pushing, uh, see, what's up, see what's going on happen, uh, happen this year. Exactly. I mean, you 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 need to stay positive. Well, at least try. Yeah. Damn. I just want I just want to take a quick pause right now. And people, if you wanted an introduction, you got it there. Why? Wow. <laughs> it's like the other players that had come to to the show. They just say their names, and we start from there. And you just told us a wow whooping huh. story. That <laughs> that is what. Yeah. That's a game changer, right? <laughs> Wow, you've been through a lot, man. Yeah, man. It's actually like like you had like a funny story with the with the Giants. Mm-hmm. Basically, I had like a, a funny story too, but with your firm, the Black Diamond firm, mm-hmm. because they reached out like let's let's say like three or four months ago, mm-hmm. but it was the same. Uh, I was like, I saw uh, an email and. What was worse, it was on my junk, on my junk email. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, this is a scam. Everyone, uh, right there, it was like, we want to ask you to put one of our athletes on your show. And honestly, this podcast, uh, and this is for the people that have listened it, and I don't know if you listen it or you just, you're going to be new to the show also. Yeah, definitely new, man. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, I'm barely a year in in this podcast, and and basically this past July 16, uh, it was the first year anniversary. So okay, for, yeah, so for me, I was like, I'm still like a like a little ant on this podcasting world. So I'm, I'm like, yeah, all right, and I'm like, this is a scam, but you know, <laughs> and actually, I let it sit there. That email let it sit for like two three days, and then they're like. They emailed me again, and he went to my junk email again, and they're like, so are you down or not? And I'm like, okay, so this is the same email, the same person, the same firm, like the, the same information at the end. I, so I took it out of the junk email, so I started writing, and then uh, there it is. Here's the information. His name is LaShawn Sanders. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
oh, oh, wow, what the hell? And I know you want to do it this time or this day or whatever. This is the day that worked for him. I'm like, okay, let's do it this Sunday. But that first interview that we I have with a professional athlete like yourself, um, it was it was really embarrassing for me because again, I'm just starting having professional uh, guests like you, like pro athletes here in the show, and uh, and I was like. Yeah, hey, what what happened? Why, why did you come the at the meeting? And at the time when we were setting everything up, we didn't even mention time zones. Like yourself, you're right now in New York, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the Eastern time zone. So for me, right now is three thirty four p.m. for you. Where, where are you located? In uh, in California. Oh, you in California? Okay, because I thought I thought you was in, I thought you were located in Dallas for some reason. Okay, so you wasn't. <laughs> Okay, that's what I was making sense. I'm like, how is it three hours behind? I thought Dallas only two hours. Yeah, so right now it's 3.34 for you is what, like six? Yeah, 6.34. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, hey, why didn't you come to the meeting? I, I, I got his personal email. He's like, you know, I'm currently unavailable. For you is what, five? For me is almost nine. And I'm almost going to bed. I'm like, What? I didn't even imagine that he was in another completely different time zone. Yeah. So I was like embarrassed and I was like, can we please reschedule? It's one of those times that you're so embarrassed. Like, can we please reschedule? He's like, yeah, man, totally cool. And I'm like, okay. He's just, <laughs> at first I was so nervous. I was like, he's a professional athlete. What am I going to say to him? You know, those <laughs> nerves, those, the little <laughs> nervousness. I don't know how, to, how we say it. Yeah, and, and it's like when when the when we first came came to the show and here you know before we start recording that we have a little talk a little conversation. He's like, I'm just a normal human being, and you can ask me whatever you want. I'm. I started calm down. Okay, let's do this. And that yeah, was the first yeah. time I had. And nah, I'm, listen, at the same time when I was like when I was uh, traveling, I met a lot of like players. I'm like, damn, I was like, I watched them on TV. Like I know him. Like oh. And I'm like, now I'm next, next, next to him in the locker room. I was like, I was like, shit. <laughs> but it's just, it's people are people, man. That's why I take it now. You know, it's like, I don't care how big you are, how small you are, how famous you are. How it's just people are people. That's it. Thank you. Did you actually, it's just an, an extra question from the ones that I said to you. Did you actually have like a chance to meet, I don't know, in that, in that time when you went to the Giants, let's say. Eli Manning or one of those, Odell Beckham? Or? No, uh, I, obviously I met uh, Eli, but not, uh, I didn't see Beckham. Beckham didn't come in. It was, it was just rookie. It was just for rookies. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. How was it like to go to play at, at least some snaps with Eli? Uh, it wasn't Eli. I just told him the locker. It was, uh, it was uh, Daniel Jones. It was like the quarterback right now. You yeah, know, yeah. For, for him, Eli was just there, but um, it was pretty cool, you know. Obviously, coming from a small school, you know, for a big time school, it's different, yeah. yeah. They're kind of yeah. used to it, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, I'm uh, it, it was a fun experience, it was fun, you know, traveling. Then I also went to uh, I got a chance to play in the spring league mm -hmm. uh, last year, it was in LA as well. So I flew to LA back to uh, play in the spring league, I was there for four, five days, four days, I think. It was pretty cool just because it wasn't like just college kids. It was people who was NFL already for a mm -hmm. couple of years, but they got cut or something happened. You know, they had to step away. They're coming back. So 
a lot of different different type of schools, a lot of different talents. So you had to go, uh, you know, that was pretty cool. Met a lot of people like that. You know, that's one thing I take from football, just traveling and meeting new people, uh, having new connections, having new friends, you know, different states, different mm-hmm. countries. So that was pretty cool. I was supposed to play in the spring league. This right now, that's, that's in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. But I had to uh, step step away from it just to get uh, back in shape. Um, now I'm, I was not trying to go in there and rush into it and get hurt, God forbid. And then, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, let me just step away for it. Let me just get healthy fully and uh, go back. Yeah. Now, can you walk us through your – do you have a pregame routine? Like, what what gets you in game mode time? Um, I don't know. Every day is different for me. I don't have, like, a game routine. I honestly have my headphones on. I'll play, I'll play my random playlist, like a song, a hype song, something like that, and just walk around the field, stretch, just – Think positive, you know, because everybody, like, I do get goosebumps because, you know, I don't know who I'm going to line up against. Like, how is he big, small, fast, strong? Like, so, you know, always you get them goosebumps until the first snap. Once the first snap is over, that's it. You, you back in and you're good. So that's why, you know, I actually want it. I'm like, okay, I'm just get it through. You know, sometimes when the defense starts first, I get mad. I was like, damn, I got, I got <laughs> way more of these goosebumps. So, you know, uh, sometimes I just either just go out there, hit some person, just get my – Adrenaline going, and that's it. And that's it. Yeah, I mean, now connecting to that, how did it felt the first time, like the very first time you had to go against a defensive lineman? Uh, uh, like any defensive lineman? Uh, I mean, it was honestly, it was like war. You know, it's like who's is like who's stronger than who. You know, who's better. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, you don't win 100% of the time. You know, I lost some, won some. But it's all about, for me, it's like techniques. But the first time, because I played defense online in high school. Never okay. played online in high school. Okay. So when I came to junior college, they switched me to online. Mm-hmm. And I was brand new to the whole stance, the whole blocking system. I was the one who used to attacking, not, not you know, blocking. So when I, the first, when I first lined up, the person was coming at me, it was horrible for me. I was... <laughs> I was over the place. I didn't know how to block. I didn't know nothing. Um, so, but I had to learn. Had to learn. I had to learn and love uh, the position. You know, it's hard to learn. It actually, it's hard to learn and love it at the same time. You know, because you we don't get stats. You know, people don't recognize us. People don't. Oh, that's the offensive right there. Oh, he. You know, people don't see us like the quarterbacks, receivers, linebackers. So we're different. You know, so mm-hmm. I had to learn. You know, coming from having stats to coming to no stats. Yeah. But it was cool. No, actually, this is not just to be like, how do we say it? To um, just just be false. Let's call it like that, a false person. But I actually admire the linemen. It's not just because you, you I have you in the show. I admire the linemen in, in, in the game because I remember one time I, I read I read this little statement from another – uh, Instagram account, you know, when we fans just follow another Instagram account and we talk about football as a fan. Mm-hmm. And there's this little statement that the game is won in the trenches. And yeah. that's actually true. And I, sometimes we fans, we, we like, we get frustrated when our team is losing and we see, uh, I don't know, the quarterback getting tackled or the running back not getting any yards. And we're like, damn. But 
plus as my my cousin says we need to be give credit where credit is due and a football team is nothing without the o line so yeah that's 100 you know you can't play football without an offensive lineman yeah i mean you know? <laughs> The the only football that you can play with an offensive lineman is flag football, and that is just I yeah. hate I hate flag football for at all. Yeah. I had the, I had this little experience because I've never let, let me just get out of the way and I say this with every guest I've never played uh, organized football. I wanted to. I even tried to build a team back in my hometown, like from the ground up. I even had the idea, bring people together and everything. But they're like, you know what? Let's let's play flag football first so we can get the hang of it. And I'm like, I have the theory. I just wanna I just wanna go and do the drills and learn the real thing. And they're like, no, let's do flag football. And I'm like, all right, let's do flag football. Yeah, yeah. And I remember this was the this, I mean, it's cool. I'm not saying again, credit where credit is due, but for me, it's not real football. And yeah. And then something for you to do over the weekend with your friends, you know, just say, yeah, exactly. And I was like, okay. And they gave me the ball and they're like, okay, try to run. And that was the plan in the huddle. If we give you the ball, just try to run. Okay. And you know, when you play with your friends and you're just having a good time, I always try, and you know, from seeing what I see in the TV, the stiff arm, you know, and Mm -hmm. they always get mad at me for that because um they always try to come at me and then i just stop it with, with my arm and then i try to do that in, in the flag football game and they threw all the flags that you can imagine the referees they're just flying around i'm like hey what happened you cannot stiff arm stiff arm is prohibited you could have been expelled I'm like, oh my god <laughs> okay and then i calm down and then next nap they gave me the ball again i was trying to run and then this dude tried to grab my my flag, so I jumped. You know, I jump over the hand, and then ah, again, all the flags flying around. I'm like, now what? I, what did I do? You need to keep both feet on the ground. You cannot jump. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is not. Yeah, man, I, I cannot play that. <laughs> no, <laughs> my God. Yeah, and so many dumb rules. I mean, I know it's contactless, but damn, this is too many. Yeah, they're, they're nonsense. Definitely for is for me. I'm just, I'm just gonna get that out. For me, people, if anyone listening that it's a professional flag football player, for me, some of the rules are stupid. For me, <laughs> just for me, <laughs> I need to get out of the way because I don't know. I feel like every someone is gonna come at me and like, hey, you can't say <laughs> stuff like that. Now, I know you said you will go against anybody, but do you have like a special player that you, in your mind, I want to go against this player. I want to measure myself against this player. Uh, well, so my favorite, obviously my favorite defense alignment that I would love to go against, you know, uh, is J.J. Watt. Whoa. You know, obviously, yeah. He's my favorite. He's my favorite. First of all, like, I'm a Houston fan. That's one thing, because honestly, because of him. Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, I was just like, just, I mean, you know what, let me just, everybody's like, oh, I'm a Giants fan, Jets fan. I was like, hmm, I'm like, yeah, the Giants are the Giants, but let me just, you know, I like, I like, I like J.J. Watt. Let me be, uh, let me just join the, let me just rock with J.J. Watt. That's it. Let me just have like a, like a, like the two-minute drill with, against him. Yeah, definitely, 100%. J.J., if you happen to listen to this, I, I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my man, Bruce. <laughs> 
I don't know. It can happen. Like the last, the last guest that I that I had here, his name is Dwayne. He mm. said that he wants to go against Aaron Donald, and I'm like, all right, I would love to see that. Yeah, I never went against him, but I, I met him, I saw him, and he he, he oh, is a short, stocky bull. <laughs> you you know Dwayne? I met him before when I was in LA. Oh. So, but yeah, short, stocky guy, man. Yeah, I, really I mean, I. I I, my my money is on Dwayne, honestly. And again, <laughs> and yeah. shout out to Dwayne. If you're listening to this, shout out to you, man, for coming here to the show again. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's amazing. And the other day I was watching. You know, I, honestly, I'm a Fortnite fan, so we I was watching the game against the Rams the other day, and mm-hmm. I was like, how the hell did we got a, did they get away with that? It was amazing to see them stopping that man. I was blown away i was like how and then you know th- those videos of the saltiness at the end <laughs> i don't know if you see them but damn those are those were funny okay now what legend of football inspires you what 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 is your inspiration who uh honestly that's a question i even i left the play i saw it but uh i don't know i'm not I don't have like a favorite legend that I look up to, you know. Obviously, myself, I stop people in the, people like obviously growing up watching football. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't. Yeah, I played. I played, I played my junior and senior. Year, I played football without watching the game NFL. I started watching NFL like my first year junior college. I'm like, okay, let me just start watching this. Uh, so I obviously I see legends play, you know, NFL network, but I don't have nobody that I look up to from the legend side. I don't know. That's just me. Uh, you know, they're all great. They're all legends for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, you don't have to have it. It's just... <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, I, I again, I don't... I haven't played, but for me, my favorite legend from football... Well, I don't know. I think it's considered a legend right now, but it's on the defensive side of the ball. is Patrick Willis. Actually, okay, you know, I, I like him a lot. He's... He's really good. He's really good. He's one of my favorite top uh, linebackers of all time. Him, okay. Ray Lewis. Then let's rephrase the question. You don't have. Okay, so, okay, so if, you want to look at it, if you want to look at the legends, like obviously uh, Peyton Manning, obviously Ray Lewis, um, them type of players that, like, yeah, I, grew, I, I kind of watched them a little bit growing up, you know, but I didn't watch their, like, uh, my whole life. But obviously they retired, they did great things. Mm-hmm. They're Hall of Famers. They, they're best at what they did. Yeah. So I'll say maybe them too. Yeah. I mean, they're, as you said, they're legends for a reason. But I don't know. For me, when when we're growing up, and I'm going to be real honest, I started watching complete like football and all that it is to watch football until I was in my last year of, of middle school. Because mm-hmm. the this main sport that my dad used to watch was soccer or baseball, right? So then, at first, I was rooting for the Niners, and then I shifted to the Patriots because of my friends. Mm. I, didn't know, I, didn't, I didn't know who to root for, you know? Uh, and then um, my, my family was like, why are you not rooting for the Niners? They just, they just got to the Super Bowl. I'm like, really? And because that year, when the Niners went to the Super Bowl against the Ravens, I didn't watch the whole season, honestly. That was the only season I think in my whole 
football watching, football watcher life that I didn't saw a season. And then all of, all of a sudden, the Niners on the Super Bowl against the Ravens. So I'm not going to watch it. So I went to a friend's house, and he's like, I'm rooting for the Ravens. I don't know about you. I'm, I'm rooting for the Niners. My family roots for the Niners. And then after seeing all the effort, all the battle that it was on that Super Bowl, and, you know, the blackout. People <laughs> <laughs> still. Yeah, I, was up. I actually fell asleep on, during that blackout. Because I was like, when this is going to come up? Well, okay. So I fell asleep. And they had to woke me up like, wake up. Super Bowl is gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> so after that, after seeing Patrick Willis and all that squad over there, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm coming back to my roots. I want to see the Niners and I want to go with that team. And I remember I was really sad the day I was on my phone and then it was like, Patrick Willis is retiring after eight seasons. I'm like, no, why? That, man. Yeah. That was really sad for me. That this That's, that's that is the point where you feel sad for a person that you haven't even met yet, and that is crazy. No, definitely. You know, uh, speaking, I mean, that is that is a conversation for way in the future. But you know, retirement and stuff. Do you have any coaching plans in the future? Um, I was always always like interested in it. You know, I had opportunities. I had opportunity last year to coach my. Uh, one of my defensive line coaches reached out to me. He's a he's a coach at junior college. Mm-hmm. He reached out to me saying, "Do you want to coach offensive line?" Uh, but I, I had to deny it. You know, I'm still trying to play my own game. You know, mm-hmm. maybe in the future down the line. Yeah. Hey, why not? You know, I wouldn't mind coaching. Be fun. Can you imagine Coach Roos or Coach Potokov? <laughs> yeah, it'll be cool. Yes, it, it has a nice right, nice ring to it. If you think about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'll see. Maybe down the line, you know, I got the plans right now going on. So hopefully, maybe like 15 years, maybe 20 years. Hey, that is cool. That is cool. Who was, who was your inspiration growing up? That is something that I try to ask everyone because something that we talk about here in the JP's world is motivation, inspiration, all of that stuff. So um, my mom, I'll say that. Awesome. Uh, that. Yeah, first of all, she came to this country by herself. She brought me, my sister, my grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, she worked her butt off. You know, she got what she, she did. She had dermatologist. You know, she worked her uh, career off the bottom. You know, coming in. She had everything back home in Russia. You know, mm-hmm. everything, her own, her own medical office, everything. But then she had to leave because she wanted to get a better life for me and my sister. So we came in. So she started from, from zero, from ground up. Got what she is now. But she's a single mother. She raised me. Um, so I feel like, you know, I owe, I owe her in that type of situation. So that kind of drove me every single day, waking up, 5 a.m. workouts, you know, all that stuff. So I had that in mind. Yeah. So, I, yeah, so she was definitely my motivation. Awesome. Yeah, for me too. I mean, I feel like that is something that we all must, must or should have as, as sons and daughters like mm-hmm. them to be our inspiration. I remember, you know, when I was in high school, I started watching all this motivation stuff because, you know, high school is kind of a point where we are 50-50, all of us. Mm-hmm. Whether we go real negative or real positive, we're around the middle. So I remember I started watching a lot of uh, motivational stuff to go with my day, you know. 
And I remember there was this, what's your why? Why do you wake up every morning? You need to find your why and you need to hold on to it. And it took me a little bit. It took me maybe months um, to realize, you know, my mom and dad, my mom and dad are my why. They're why I go to school. They're why I'm, I'm alive, basically. And I remember mm, I, like a year ago, I, I was working at, like, like, like you, like you mentioned, I was working a 12 hour shift on a, on a factory. And I remember I had to wake up at 3 a.m. in the morning to take the bus from that factory to go to the, to go to work. And I remember just, it was like 5.30 every single day uh, for like six months. 5.30, no, five, exactly. Five o'clock in the morning. And I remember just go to my parents' bedroom and just, uh, you know, give him a kiss of goodbye and tell him I'll be back. And, and for that whole year, I don't know, it was something that clicked that year that I just look, look back after I left the house and I saw their, their room open and I'm like, it's for them. Let's go. Nah, yeah, 100%. That's definitely, I agree with something, you know, family is a big thing for me. So I definitely feel like that's no more motivation for me right now. Yeah, do it for them. Yeah. part one people remember part two will be available soon for now this was part one with rustam Potokar. remember he likes to be called russ and i hope you guys enjoyed i hope you guys liked it remember that thanks to black diamond firm all these interviews have been possible if you're an athlete out there and you need a publicist you need a representative just give them a call they have a great team and they can help you out and also remember that you can go to poddex.com and get your poddex with a discount and all the physical products that they offer there with the code jp's world all caps no spaces and also remember that we have merch for the podcast. We still have hats and stickers. Hats are back again to the normal price and stickers too. Yeah, I mean, Thanksgiving has passed, Black Friday passed, and Cyber Monday passed, people. So if you didn't get it, you missed it. So right now the hats are $15 and stickers are 5 And all the profits from those that from that merch, sorry, 
is going directly to this podcast so we can make better content for you guys. So expect part two real soon and go show some love to Rustam Potokov. Follow him on, on social media. And that was it. See you guys in part two. Cue the outro and I'll see you all later. And that was it for this week's episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show and are enjoying the episodes, the number one thing you can do for me is subscribe, rate, and review this show. And don't forget to share it with your friends. I'm your host, JP, and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.